Lil Nas X claims that he is entering his, quote, Christian era. As we take a look at Snoop Dogg, Kanye West, Bob Dylan, and Elvis Presley, as many of them who have made Christian albums only to never truly come to know Christ or even desert what faith they claimed to have. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at a number of different artists who have claimed or even made entire albums based on the Christian faith only to completely leave it behind or never truly make a real profession and then come to the true knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But before we get into that, we want to ask you guys to make sure to like this video as well as subscribe to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this via podcast, leave a five-star review if you feel so led. All those things we just mentioned at the beginning so that we can get these messages out, especially to those who may be confused because they hear hey, there's this guy who was making Satan shoes. There's this guy who was giving lap dances to the devil, riding a pole, a stripper pole to hell. And now he's talking about his Christian era because he gave a little sample of a song where he talks about God and forgiveness. Father, scratch my hands. The lonely road seems to last Now, there's an article regarding that song, and we're going to talk a little bit about how Lil Nas X says he's entering his Christian era. Uh, But here's what the article had to say, quote, hours after Nas X posted the unreleased snippet on Wednesday, November 29th, he responded to backlash from listeners saying that his new subject matter conflicted with his sexual orientation. Quote, making Christian music does not mean I can't won't even say what he says. The two are not mutually exclusive. I'm allowed to get on my knees in multiple ways, which garnered the response from a number of different people. One being actor Tyrese, who said, quote, y'all gonna learn to stop playing with God. God is not to be played with from shoes with devil signs and devil's blood in the shoe soul. Little Nas X would respond saying that a bunch of pastors like to sleep around and do horrible things. But Tyrese, uh, and that's just so silly. I mean, first of all, we have to always remember that even if that was true, not that that's true of most pastors, but even if that was true, it goes against the standard of the word of God. So somebody committing adulterous acts, someone committing fornication, someone looking at pornography, these go against the standard of the word of God. So if you're complaining about someone doing that, you're not complaining about the standard, you're complaining about the person. And guess what? You both are in the wrong. And if someone is not living the truth, this is what the Bible says to pastors. This is what Paul wrote to Timothy. He says, watch your life and your doctrine. And in doing so, you will save yourself and those who hear you. Notice that if somebody is practicing unrighteousness, as Romans 2 tells us, specifically, that if somebody is saying, do not steal, yet they steal, do not lie, yet they lie, it is very clear in the scriptures that guess what? They themselves are going to have judgment as well. So we have to make sure that it's not a bunch of hypocrites 
But still, what he's actually complaining about is the very standard that he's going against as well. And this clip, and I'm going to be honest with you, this clip I want to show you, I do not know much about John Gabbana. I don't know his music. I don't know his lifestyle whatsoever. But I will say what is stated here is mostly, and I believe very, very true. Lil Nas X. Man, there's people out here who really love God, who really live their life for Jesus. And you think we just going to sit back here and let you blaspheme the Lord like that? Bro, you ain't a Christian. You're an abomination using the title of a Christian for clout. Being born again is a real life process. It's a real life sanctification process that a lot of us real believers are going through. If you're on your knees, please amen. That's between you and God, bro. That ain't none of my business. But you on your big platform trying to stamp Christianity with your blasphemous tongue, dog. You need to repent. And once you repent, the only thing you need to be doing on your knees is rejoicing. Thanking God that he saved you from the hands of Satan. Bro, you a better off talk about religious error or spiritual phase because Christianity ain't something that you just dibbling dabbling. It's a lifelong commitment that some of us is actually living for real. It's real Christians out here who's suffering. And still giving their y'all to the Lord. Y'all need to put more respect on Christianity and what the faith is, bro. Because it's not a game. You know, there's a lot of really good stuff to be said right there regarding sanctification. I mean, that that is a reality for the believer. And we have gone at length uh, regarding Lil Nas X. In fact, you guys can see a link in the description on videos. We have covered Lil Nas X and some of the... Uh, ways he's exploited uh, Satanism, uh, just the idea of Satan and so forth. But he's not the only one to then, it doesn't matter how wicked they are, the things that they're practicing, but they're still going to come out and make Christian music and make Christian albums. Some of them don't even attempt, like Lil Nas X, to act like they are Christian and then just use Christian language and so forth. And then there are others who, because of upbringing, whatever, start singing songs. And I'm going to bring Pastor Joe on for this because just about everybody we're about to talk about, he's done some sort of research and probably put out videos, whether they sold their souls for rock and roll or other videos that we have on our Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel. And Joe, Lil Nas X is not the first one to exploit the fact that, hey, we can use wickedness and then all of a sudden I'll make a Christian album and it's, it's going to be okay. For sure, Chad, it's rampant. And we should expect it because uh, Satan comes the angel of light and these guys, you know, will mention the Bible and mention Jesus and so forth. But, you know, Jesus himself warned about wolves that would come in sheep's clothing, ravenous wolves. He would, you know, tear apart the, the sheep, you know. And we're supposed to beware of them. It's supposed to test them, right? So it's kind of crazy when you think about this because uh, with Snoop Dogg, he came out with Bible of Love. This was his uh, worship album. It was billed as a Christian worship album by so many people. And kind of the Kanye thing happened, you know, uh, with, with that situation to a degree. Uh, and what's crazy, when I looked at the lyrics and even the song Bible Love, the, the, the main track, right? Listen to what he, he sings or raps. You don't have to be in far of rejection. Know that it's only God's direction. I know what direction you're going on, man. That's God's direction, supposedly. And then he says, no matter the religion or your faith, it's the Bible of love. So Bible love is not the word of God. The Bible love is his you know, his, his music in this, this so-called worship album. doesn't matter what faith you belong to. Uh, in fact, he's been a Rastafari. He's been a nation, a Muslim with the nation of Islam, which isn't even true Islam. Uh, he's gone to Savior's Day uh, with Louis Farrakhan, who's used those Savior Days to claim that he's the Savior, false messiah. Uh, Rastafarianism, which he's promoted, also has a false messiah, Haile Selassie. 
Bob Marley sang about in one of his most popular songs about we're not to look, you know, to the heavens for for Christ to come in the sky. Our Messiah is alive right now, meaning or was alive in his time. Holly um, Selassie. So it's kind of interesting when you look at this. The Associated Press in the interview with with Snoop Dogg, he states in this interview, as a kid, I was pushed into the Baptist church, taught that way. As an adult, I was able to seek out information on my own to find that the Muslim religion, Rastafari, Baptist Christian, that they are all the same. They're all God-fearing people and love is love. They're all God-fearing people. I mean, this guy has no clue what the fear of God is. Otherwise, he wouldn't be cussing every other word and so forth. But it's just crazy, bro, when you think about that, because Chad, as you know very well, you and I both love to study Islam. They deny that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Uh, they didn't, and Rastafarianism, I just went through some of their colossal theological errors. They're both outside the pillar of Christianity. And to say they teach the same thing when uh, the cardinal, you know, the the most emphasized doctrine of Antichrist, according to 1 John, is deny uh, the Father and deny the Son, Jesus Christ. In fact, look what 1 John 5 says, 11 and 12. And this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. He that has the Son has life, and he that does not have the Son does not have the life. So you can look at their doctrine. It's just wicked. It's not Christian. You can look at their lifestyles. As you know, 1 John 3.10, and many of you know that that verse. It says, it's like, well, who are you guys to judge? Well, God called, Jesus says to judge righteous judgment. We're, we're called not to judge hypocritically, meaning we're not supposed to be involved in evil practices and and, and, and teaching false doctrines and, and then say, oh, that's wrong over here. Jesus says, get the the, the uh, beam out of your eye, then take the speck out of the other guy's eye. So in this case, Jesus said in, in John 7, judge righteous judgment. And then in 1 John 3.10, it says, in this, the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. obvious yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be obvious to us. And he that pra- does not practice righteousness, i.e. Snoop Dogg and these other guys, uh, is not of God, you know? Yeah, I think one thing that is really important too, because you have this whole Bible of love thing, Joe, you've been kind of showing this, and you just showcased kind of his history of belief here. But even earlier on, and actually we have a video that you did on the Super Bowl, and it shows a number of different rappers and the rappers that were performing that year, and one of them was Snoop Dogg. And in it, we play a clip that is from They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll as well. And you got to see it because it looks like he's showing this offer Mm. he's got of selling his soul via taking in some sort of pharmacare or drugs. In Snoop Dogg's song, Murder Was the Case, which was released on the heels of Snoop's indictment on murder charges, Snoop Dogg raps about his symbolic murder and resurrection, wherein he has given his life back by the devil after selling his soul to Satan. The beat, not surprisingly, was laid down by Dr. Dre, who also appropriately directed the video for the song. Snoop Dogg, after being shot, raps, I see demons. Satan enters a room in the form of a crow and transforms himself into this creepy white guy with black fingernails. Satan then offers Snoop the world as he gives him visions of riches and women and booze and drugs. Bring your lifestyle to me, I make it better. And how long will I live? Eternal life and forever. I make your life better than you can imagine or even dream of. So Snoop surrenders his soul to Satan as Satan enters his body in the form of smoke. Snoop's possession and selling his soul to do the devil's bidding is complete as we see him up and healthy and praying to Satan next to an inverted or upside-down cross, which are routinely used by Satanists, as we see here, here, and here. You know what's interesting, Joe, when obviously you see the history of this here, what's interesting to me is what are the albums that they do right after they do these Christian albums? And what's funny is right after Bible of Love, 
The next album that Snoop Dogg did was called I Want to Thank Me, which comes from a famous line he gave after accepting an award. Yeah. When most people would thank God, he's back to thanking himself. It sounds like do what thou wilt. I'm just going to yeah. thank me. It's all about me and all the things I did. God gave you life and breath and tongues and hands and, and thoughts, and he's used them for his own glory and the glory of Satan, to be honest. And Joe, this is also sadly very true that when we look at, who was it? Oh, Kanye West, who yeah. had an album. Jesus is king, right? Before it looks like he had like some sort of mental breakdown, one of many, sadly enough, that he's had. And then he's gone over to teaching doctrines of, you know, black Hebrew Israelism, and then not so much. Then he hates Jewish people. Then he likes them again because he watched a movie and laughed at um, Jonah Hill. I mean, the guy's all over the place. But Joe, isn't it interesting that he's making a new album now as well with... Somebody that, oh, Lecrae teamed up with. Ty Dolla Sign. He must be a believer, right? Oh, wait, no. Ty Dolla Sign actually has a song, Joe. And I want to read a couple lyrics. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, can read them. If, yeah, if explicit. I can read some of them. I had to blur out a lot of them even when I sent them in the notes here. But here's what Ty Dolla Sign, one of his songs, which is called Save, they did with E-40. And by the way, he's on a throne in this music video that looks like it's in heaven. Looks like he's placing himself as God. And you tell me if these lyrics are doing that. It says, no, I won't save her. Dolla sign a blank boy, he won't date her. About my paper, real big blank, man. Everything tailored, vans on like a skater. We eating over here, man. Everything catered. She know I'm a player. She want a blank now, but I want a blank later. She be looking for a baller, somebody that'll keep her in designer. She ain't thinking about my love. She got her mind on my money. Can't get a blank thing from me. Trying to get saved. She want to get saved. I ain't going to save her. Trying to get saved. She want to get saved. I ain't going to save her. Joe, this is the guy that Kanye West, after making this big profession of faith and all that, going to expository preaching before teaming up with Joel Osteen, going doing all that wild stuff. Before all that, this is somebody now that he's teaming up with. This is the album that comes out after Jesus is King, their new album, Vultures. I mean, Kanye West, just another one that says, oh, I was a Christian, and then now he's back to this. Yeah, that is reprehensible because this guy almost like presents himself as Messiah on the throne. And then he's the one that has the power to save and so forth. Uh, it's just really tragic that so many, and we warned when Kanye came out and claimed to be a Christian stuff, we tried to be very charitable and we tried to say, okay, let's wait and see. That was our deal. And we wait and we waited and we've now seen, uh, he's teaming up with, you know, Lil Nas X. He did Industry Boy with him, collaborated with him. Lil Nas X, you know, is the most despicable, one of the most despicable human beings you've ever seen. Giving lap dances to Satan in hell was one of his, his big coming out deals with regard not only just his per sexual perversion, but uh, promoting Satanism. Really, really wicked. So it's interesting. Uh, you get other guys, instead of being you know cautious and saying, okay, let's see where this goes, they just give him a stamp of approval. Johnny Enlow, one of the leading prophets of the new apostolic reformation, he basically gave him this huge stamp of approval and made a prophecy. Johnny Enlow said that Donald Trump and Kanye now represent a one-two punch from heaven, working strategically under the sovereignty of he who is king. These are two major trump cards heaven is playing, and they will be joined, he's prophesying now, they will be joined by other major trump cards yet to be fully revealed and released. Kind of cheesy too, trump cards, you know? Cheesy prophecies, false prophecy. Enlo also said this, and check this out. Over the last several days, the Lord has impressed upon me that Kanye's deceased mom has a significant role in what is playing out before us. Not his mom uh, had a significant role, but now, as she's dead, it has a significant role in what's happening with, you know, this is just really, really weird stuff, uh, Chad, and 
And it's, it's really heartbreaking because so many uh, millions of professing Christians get caught up in just following these guys like Pied Pipers. And what happens is they start to, you know, they hang on their every word when they rap and they, and they, and instead of saying, wow, this probably is not listen to this because the Bible says that ungodliness uh, increases to more, you know, ungodly speech increases to more ungodliness. And that's not something God wants to listen to, but these guys are false prophets because they're bringing this world religion about which the Bible prophesies that all the world will become one and ultimately, ultimately worship together the Antichrist. And that's what a lot of this is. You know, I think that's exactly right. And it's crazy to to see the mixture there. <laughs> Johnny Enlow, that one came out of nowhere for me. I didn't ever even heard he prophesied about that, falsely prophesied about that. But th- this stuff is really sad. And, you know, people be like, oh, it's, you know, maybe they're looking at this like, oh, it's just the rap. You're picking on the rap. No, guys, this has been going on for a long time. Joe, I think, and I have to say this, I have been involved with Good Fight Ministries since 2012 in terms of answering emails and stuff. Some of the most venomous, uh, angry people when it comes to exposing the wickedness of people that have been involved in industry and so forth have come from those some have been pastors, by the way, yeah. who have written in angry because you exposed Elvis Presley for what he truly was, which was a false prophet. And Joe, what's interesting is Elvis himself made Christian music as well. People point that out all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, his only real Grammy had to do with supposed you know, Christian music, his, his Christian album. And Chad, I mean, he was, I'm sorry. I mean, we get, I, I'm not sorry, but... I don't want to offend people, but I have to speak the truth. And if it offends you, it's because I love you. Paul says, I've become your enemy because I speak the truth. Uh, and Jesus said, woe unto you when all men speak well of you. So we expect that. That's kind of what we're doing is speaking the truth in love. But it's really interesting, Chad, because uh, we show Elvis's true colors. And I don't know how you could watch our expose on Elvis. And, and they sold their souls for rock and roll. And we put the clip up it's for free there. I think we've got a million and a half, 1.5 or so million views of that video on our on our uh, Good Fight Ministries webpage, but Chad he is talking about having a lunch, meaning young groupies or what have you, sex with girls, and uh, and he's being filmed. And then one of the his Memphis Mafia says to him, you know, hey Elvis, you know, this is being filmed, and he's like, okay. And then look at what Elvis does, and tell me he doesn't use Christianity as a cloak of deception. Elvis used Jesus Christ's name as a cover and actually was so promiscuous that he participated in orgies, sleeping with several women at a time. You know that girl I was with last night? Oh man, I'm gonna tell you. She could raise the dead, boy. Regarding Elvis's gospel music, Albert Goldman in his book Elvis, The Last 24 Hours, declared that, quote, essentially Elvis was a phony and that he feigned piety. Incredibly, what you are about to see is Elvis describing one of his sexual encounters as a hot lunch, and after finding out that he's being miked, changing gears by singing, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. I had a hot lunch, all right. Oh, oh. Uh, how was your lunch? Chad <laughs> Elvis, there's a mic up there. You sneaky. Wow. I mean, you know, Joe, one of the things that sticks out to me is I remember as I, I had mentioned this in the beginning of talking about Elvis was the fact that people wrote in and were like, oh, I can't believe. No, come on. He told people, no, Jesus is the only king. And they had all these different apologetics. And I remember writing to someone and saying, hey, man, look at this clip. Like, this is somebody who is cheating on his spouse, let alone the the stuff that he was promoting, the way he was dressing, all the things that were involved. 
And it was so sad to watch people hold so tightly to someone that, and I told him, I was like, would you even defend Jesus this way? I mean, in the sense that having that effort, and obviously we don't need to defend Jesus because he's never sinned. And so it, it is such a sad thing to watch. And Joe, he's not the only one. In fact, you know, we have an entire video and an article on Bob Dylan and the Crossroads because Bob Dylan is very open about where he's at now. And people will watch this clip. You know what? We're going to play it. Watch this clip because, Joe, I keep seeing people telling, oh, no, that's because he's following the spirit. He's following the spirit of the Lord. And that's his master and commander, which is really weird when you watch this clip. Yeah, and he, he's basically following the God of this world who he made a deal with. And he's got to fulfill it, right? Uh, but uh, he was asked by Rolling Stone, you know, about his faith and so forth. Because he came out with albums called Saved, Born Again, and so forth. But then, man, he just stabbed Jesus in the back, basically. And when they asked about his faith, he says, I belong to the church of the poison mind. You know, so yeah, the clip says it all. You ever look at music that you've written and look mm-hmm. back at it and say, whoa, that mm-hmm. surprised me. I used to. Uh, I, I, I don't do that anymore. Uh, I don't know how I got to, to write those songs. What do you mean you don't know how? Well, those early songs were like almost magically written. Um, uh, darkness at the break of noon, shadows even the silver spoon, a handmade blade, a child's balloon. Try to sit down and write something like that. Uh, th- there's a magic to that. And it's not uh, Siegfried and Roy kind of magic, you know. It's a it's a different kind of a penetrating magic. And uh, you know, I did it. I, I I did it at one time. You don't think you can do it today? Mm-mm. Why do you still do it? Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. I mean, I made a d- bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm holding up my end. What was your bargain? to get where um, I am now. Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and on this earth and, in, uh, and then in a world we can't see. Well, guys, we don't want to turn ourselves over to that. And one of the things that really does frighten me, and it, and it really does, when I read the scriptures, in fact, I was meditating on Second Peter this morning, thinking about this, because you have people that are making these professions of faith, people that do know better. And in Second Peter chapter 2, it says that it would be better that they never knew than to know the way of righteousness and to turn from it. Mm-hmm. And, and what it actually says is that they've become that proverb, you know, that the dog returns to its vomit, that the swine, the pig, after getting washed, goes back and goes back into the mire. And I think about that all the time, that the more light you are given, the more judgment you are given. And the reason is, is because, as we've talked about, Jesus was perfect. He was the perfect, unspotted lamb of God who paid for the sins of the world. Not only did he pay for the sins of the world, but Jesus Christ resurrected a public death on a cross in Calvary or on Calvary's hill. Then he rose again on the third day, not in some private meeting, but publicly. And he did the, all of these things so that you can know that you can be saved. You can turn from all of this wickedness. Don't be a fake. Don't be a phony. Don't be someone who claims to be a Christian, but is not truly walking because you cannot fake the funk with God. He knows your heart. And the new covenant is one written on your heart. So if you're not truly following Christ, you're not truly loving him. He's not ignorant of that. 
He knows. But if you turn to him, put your full trust in him, know that sanctification truly is a process. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love him with that and love your neighbor as yourself. Turn to him. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn from this world, from this wickedness. Don't be a fake. Don't be a phony. Don't keep meditating on this wickedness. Turn from it. Put your full trust in Jesus Christ. And when you see him, you will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in to the joy set before you. This has been Pastor Joe and Chad, and this is the 511 News. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.